As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Thanks for listening to The Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be watching or listening. A lot of choices out there. Thanks for making us part of your day. Very, very exciting. J-Mac, the dynasty can end tonight. I do not think it will end tonight. I think we will go to a game six in Los Angeles. But the series to me that I find so interesting, I didn't trust the Sixers all year. We knew since Christmas they've been great. But I'm going to go down with the Sixers because they take big swings. It's all ego. It's all alpha. I love their chemistry. They're they're flawed. But that Celtic team is exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> you know who they play a little bit like? The Golden State Warriors. Threes, apathy, not taking care of the basketball. I'm stunned at last night's development, Colin. A complete dud by the Boston Celtics. You know, the Celtics and the Packers, I have respect for them. They're talented. They're uh, successful. They tend to be disciplined franchises. Um, and, 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 but the Celtics have one title in, what, 35 years, 36 years, and the Packers have two Super Bowls since 1968. They have been rewarded, each of them, when they've taken a big swing. Reggie White, Charles Woodson for the Packers, or KG for the Celtics. But I also feel like it's not in their nature. They're a little uncomfortable. You know, Boston's all about history and tradition, looking in the rearview mirror, celebrating their past. And the Packers, it's that Midwestern ethos, we work hard and wear Dockers. If the Celtics lose this series, can you take a big swing? I mean, hell, the Warriors did after winning a title. They moved off Harrison Barnes and went and got KD, and maybe that's a Silicon Valley aggressive thing. But I mean... Jason Tatum's just not an alpha. He's great, not an alpha. Jalen Brown's got a one mentality and a two game. Marcus Smart's limited in aging. Robert Williams, cross your fingers on his health. Al Horford's old. 
Again, maybe it's a maybe it's a Silicon Valley thing. They won a title. I remember people years ago telling me Tiger Woods moved off his clubs when he was number one in the world. Move when you're in strength, not weakness. Then you look desperation and have no leverage. But I've seen this Celtics team now, this group for five and six years. It's just variations of good. With Shaq and Kobe or MJ or Pippen or Steph and Clay, Bird and McHale, there's defined roles and everybody understands it. I don't think Tatum and Jalen Brown know their roles. Tatum's more talented. Jalen Brown wants the ball more. I, I don't think there's clarity here, and I think you got to create it. I think you got to take a big swing. Now, the Celtics are still favored to win the title. Even if they won the title, would it be because they're great? No, it's because Milwaukee folded. The East is weaker. The Knicks can't score. Either can Miami, although Jimmy Butler's amazing. Golden State's in a transition period. I mean, even if you won, you beat Denver. It's a weird, wonky year. Take a big swing. I, I, Tatum's their best player, yet he had a minus 26 plus minus last night. That was the worst of anybody. And you know what it's starting to remind me of? The Oklahoma City team with KD and Westbrook. So whenever a team's really, really good for an extended period, but they don't win a title, who takes the heat? The Stars. Remember Mr. Unreliable in the newspaper and okay? See, uh, KD, Westbrook. We heard for years they get along, they hang out, there's nothing to do there, they hang out. And then after getting the heat year after year, because nobody blames the role players when you're good for years. Nobody's blaming Derek White. Nobody's blaming guys off the bench, Malcolm Brogdon. They're blaming Tatum, and they're blaming Brown. And so what happened to that OKC team? They didn't really take a big swing. They're like, KD and Westbrook. But you start adding up those really good years without a title, and the stars start getting heat, and there's a lot more tension behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Jalen Brown and Tatum, you are seeing signs of the tension. Post-game comments. You saw them yelling at each other. Celtic players are yelling at each other in a huddle last night. You can, it's got an OKC feel to it, KD Westbrook. Oh, everybody gets along great. Everybody's winning. They get to the finals. But when you don't win the ring, when you don't get the trophy, the heat is always on the stars. And it's often on the best player. It wasn't on Westbrook as much as KD. KD said, get me the hell out of here. And then he went and won titles. Jalen Brown gets a little heat, but it's on Tatum. And you can't get rid of Tatum because he plays on both ends of the floor. He plays a lot of games. He's a good kid. You got to take a swing. Even if you win, take a swing. You don't want to be OKC. But last night's a dud. I don't think this team's two stars really understand, have absolute clarity on what they are. And that's the difference between a very good team, OKC, KD, and Westbrook, and a great team, the Splash Brothers, Bird, McHale, Kobe, Shaq may have fought the whole time. They knew what they were. One was the great closer from the perimeter, the next Jordan, and one was the unstoppable interior force. Here's Marcus Smart after the game. It's a true dogfight. Scratching, clawing, biting, blood, everything. And if you're not willing to pretty much get dirty, if you're not willing to bleed, if you're not willing to break something, if you're not willing to tear something, going hard, then you shouldn't be on that court because that's what it is. That's what the playoffs about. You know, hopefully you stay safe. But that's the mentality you got to go. You got to be able to risk it all for these games. And uh, that's the mentality we got to have. I think the Sixers are a much more flawed team 
but they have unbelievable self-belief. They really think they're great. They're not, but they think they are. That's much easier to embrace than being really good, but doubting yourself. I don't think the Celtics really know who they are right now, and I've seen this thing for five years with a couple different coaches. All right, so uh, Jordan Poole. There's a headline today. I'm reading this. Jordan Poole's been a disaster in the playoffs. It's costing the Warriors. Warriors trail 3-1. If you trail 3-1 in the series, almost never does a team come back and win it. So my guess is we go to a game six. I'm going to watch tonight. I do think if AD and LeBron struggle early, get them off the floor, get blown out by 40, who gives a rip? Then you'll have two games to win one. But it is interesting because Jordan Poole is very talented. I just wonder about the fit. So the Patriots, because of their sort of efficient, rigid, disciplined, structured style, were just not a great fit for Ocho Cinco. And they were only a good fit for Randy Moss for about two and a half years, three years until he wore people out. Doesn't mean Ocho Cinco and Randy Moss aren't great. The warrior system demands a lot. It's demanding, it's structured, it's smart, it's intuitive. Loose guys like D'Angelo Russell, they couldn't get him out of there fast enough. Jordan Poole driving everybody crazy. I said when the Draymond Jordan Poole punch came out, that video, they weren't mad at Draymond. They were mad it got out. Poole was driving everybody crazy. You've heard the bites all year. The Warriors have always, like the Patriots, been willing to take people with lower ceilings. Dante DiVincenzo, Looney can only rebound, Gary Payton 2's defense. They're fine with that. If you're a specialist, if you're structured, if you deliver on what they demand, they're not always highest ceiling guy. And I think that's Poole's problem. If you look at Jordan Poole's numbers, and these are kind of fascinating, Jordan Poole with Curry playing averages 16 a game. Without Curry, he averages 26. Jordan Poole needs to be the man, not the guy subbing in for the man. He doesn't fit. But he would start and be a 25-point-a-game player for 90% of this league, like the Celtics. He would create clarity, never be afraid to take a shot, doesn't play a lick of defense. Who cares? Robert Williams does, Tatum does, and Marcus Smart does. You have a defender in the backcourt, wing, center. You don't need another good defender. Celtics got all these great defenders. Where's the ring? What you need's an alpha. And Jordan Poole will take a shot from the parking lot. He doesn't work here. It is a highly structured system, and he's an unstructured at times player. And loose, unstructured players struggle with the Patriots. They can struggle with the Warriors. He's like a wild public school kid trying to fit into a prep school. It just doesn't work. He is valuable, I think, around the league much more than he is here. I mean, Draymond Green on his podcast talks about the players that are really important as this series draws to a, a conclusion. Clay will play better. I have no doubt in my mind. I'll play better. Um, Steph had an incredible game. Expect more of the same or even more from him. And everybody else will play great. Uh, Moses Moody's been giving us great minutes. Dante gave us some good minutes last night. GP gave great minutes. Um, Loon, when Loon's in there, he's giving great minutes. Wiggs was aggressive. Like, listen, I'm living with it. And we just didn't make the plays we needed to make down the stretch to win the game. I think he mentioned everybody but the ball boy. He did not mention Jordan Poole. Again, fit matters. 
D'Angelo Russell with the Warriors, really good player. Too squirrely. Jordan Poole with the Warriors, he averages 26 a game when Steph Curry doesn't play. And Steph Curry's going nowhere. The dynasty is going to have to reboot because statistically you're down 3-1, you don't win the series. I think it's time for the Celtics to take a big swing. I think they'll be reluctant. The Warriors have done it before after a title and trying to get another one. I think they're ready to make that move. All right. Uh, so uh, Ann leaves town for a couple days. So tonight I've got uh, the house to myself. And uh, are we going to go out? No, I, can't. I have a podcast tonight. I can't after the I, I, I- I can't. Uh, played soccer last night, by the way, walking off the soccer field, and a guy runs up to me. Last. Hey, hey, are you that guy with Colin Cowherd? Yeah, that's what happens like, when yeah. you work He's with like, me. He's like, why aren't you watching the NBA right now? I was like, <laughs> I've been checking my phone. Nuggets are fine. Nuggets are fine. Well, the you Nuggets, got fans everywhere. Nuggets, nuggets are they're the better team. They're going to win this series. I mean, you cannot be. Yes. I know we all love the prolific scoring of individual players. Remember Trey Young a couple years ago? Or I Luka, do. Luca yeah. last year, and we fall in love with all this prolific scoring. You can't. Atlanta didn't have enough depth, and Dallas didn't have enough depth, and Phoenix doesn't have enough depth. We fall in love with the big score, but there's usually things to sacrifice with the big score, and those teams don't win. Phoenix has had a nice run, but once Chris Paul's banged up, Chris Paul, Booker, Durant, Ayton was their shot. Their front, their their starting five is very good, but once Paul's hurt, man, they have. They went from little depth to almost no depth, and it's over. Did you see Bruce Brown came off the bench for 25 points? Listen, it's, you know, unlikely superstar week, whether it's Lonnie Walker taking over for the Lakers or Bruce Brown last night, 25 points. Colin, who's stepping up in that role for the Warriors? They need somebody to chip in like 18 unlikely tonight. Role players at home in the playoffs generally are totally different. Steph Curry's great anywhere. Yeah. AD can be great anywhere. Embiid can be great anywhere. He was in Boston last night. Jimmy Butler can be great. Role players tend to flourish at home. They're limited players. They're more comfortable. They feed off the yeah. energy. You know, road teams tend to shrink sometimes in the playoffs. How about your so- guy Tyrese Maxey last night? He's pretty good. You said he's a two. He had six threes. <laughs> he wasn't missing. He was good. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is heard H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code heard H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y four six seven. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. Best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot. From choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. 40%. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money. Reliable returns. Take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Change the game. Get started today. As little as $1,000 at gainbridge.io. Before you pack your bags for a summer vacation, get simplysafecolin.com. No safe like Simply Safe Home Security. Great app. Watch your home when you're not there. So there are things in life that I love. Most of them have to do with habit or order. I love my morning coffee sitting outside. I love my daily treadmill routine. I mostly eat the same thing for lunch every day. I am an order guy. I am a habit guy. Uh, some are, some aren't. J-Mac says he is as well. Um One of the reasons I love the NFL schedule is I know the who, I know who everybody plays, but I get order. When and where do you play? And I do think the schedule matters. I'll give you an example. You don't want to play Sean McVay or Andy Reid in September. Why? Because they're offensive coaches. They're very creative. They'll ring you up. Last, the last four Super Bowl teams have been 10 and 2 in September. September matters a lot. Uh, if you're one and three, very little chance to make the playoffs. If you're zero and four, it's history. Andy Reid is twenty-five and eight in September in Kansas City. Sean McVay's had twenty September games. He's sixteen and four. Offensive coaches. Belichick's a great coach. Was never a great September coach. The offensive coach works on plays in the off season. Comes out guns firing. I think the New York Jets are a fascinating team. Prickly Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of young teammates. I don't want to see him play. The Chiefs early, Buffalo, who's pissed off the way last year ended early, the Dolphins down in that swamp in Miami in September early with Mike McDaniel's offense. I think there could be two different schedules for the Jets. They play the Chiefs later. They play at Buffalo later. They play at Miami when it's cooled off with Aaron and all his new teammates and Hackett. I think it'd be much better served for the Jets to play later. Um So I do think they also have Philadelphia. Philadelphia's got veterans. They've got a system. Last thing you want to do in week two is face the Eagles. So the Jets schedule to me is really, really fascinating. And I like, here's the games that have been released so far. 
So it's trickling out. The official release is tomorrow on the NFL Network. So the Falcons, the Jaguars play back-to-back uh, in London uh, week four and five. So that's that's a five-and-a-half-hour flight. That's no big deal. It's a two-week two week trip uh, to London for the Jaguars. They face the Falcons. That should be a win. And the Bills, that'll be a great game. Uh, there's also another London game, Ravens-Titans. Two games in Germany. That was a home run last year. The NFL went out to Germany. They got huge support in Germany. And the games were, that's such a beautiful place in, in the world. Dolphins at the Chiefs. So Mahomes, Tua, and a wild shootout. Finally, we're given... Finally, we're giving Europe some good quarterback play. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. They're getting Josh Allen. They're getting Mahomes. Uh, then you have the Colts and Patriots in Germany. Uh, the Black Friday game, this is usually a college football day, the day after Thanksgiving. It's always great college rivalries. Now we're going to get Aaron Rodgers and the Miami Dolphins at the Jets. Can't wait to see when they play at Miami in that rivalry. Christmas, that's the Giants at the Eagles. That's on Fox. Uh, we both think the Eagles are going to win the NFC. And J-Mac and I both think the Giants have a chance to pull back. New Year's Eve, uh, Eagles at Kansas City. Uh, I, I, I don't know why the league puts that one so late. They can meet again in the Super Bowl. But these, these are the games that are trickling out. We know who everybody plays. We don't know when they play. So these are fun. London, Germany, Black Friday, Christmas, New Year's Eve. Uh, the Jets' schedule is particularly interesting to me because they've got a lot of very profound offenses. Philadelphia, uh, Miami, Andy Reid in Kansas City. I think they're much better served if Aaron can have a couple of have a game. I think the Giants are on the schedule. The Falcons are on the schedule for Aaron. The Texans are on the schedule for Aaron. Let him kind of get going. Uh, we don't think he's the grinder in the offseason. The, the Jets are very young at skill positions. Brees Hall coming off a major injury. The offensive line, some questions with Becton, who shaved off a lot of weight. Is he ready to go? So we will, as the games come in, they trickle out. We'll send them and give them to you. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Already uh, putting in the calendar on, you know, the you have a family calendar on your phone, right, Cowherd? Yes, I so do. So I need to alert the kids and wife that the day after Thanksgiving, you know, I got to lock it down. I got to watch Jets and Dolphins. That's mandatory. I gotta, I'm not going shopping That's for right. Christmas stuff. Thank you very yeah, much. It's not happening. Uh, all right, first up, Denver Nuggets. One win away from the Western Conference Finals. Jokic, another trip dub, 29, 13, and 12. His 10th career playoff triple-double broke a tie with Wilt for the most triple-doubles by a center. Jokic only 28. I think he had 17 points in that third quarter when they pulled away. I don't know about you. Phoenix looked a little tired to me. Well, Last night, fatigue of, setting in. Of course, they go to 7,000 feet from the valley. They're also leaning heavily on three players, Aiton, KD, and Booker. So this is very. This is kind of symptomatic of... we. we you kind of know what you're getting in this series. Like, some of these series, it's shocking the dud the Celtics gave us. Uh, the Warriors now trail 3-1. Almost no chance to win three straight. Statistically, the data tells you historically it doesn't work. We were shocked with the Cavs. Had no counterpunch. Uh, we've been shocked by how good Miami is. You know what? Once Chris Paul goes down, and you could see it with the Suns when they played the Clippers, it was like, wow. They have really no bench. Now you're going to high altitude against the deeper team. I feel like this series is over. Chris Paul feels like he may be able to go in Game 6. I don't know that that's a big boost, like a not 100% Chris Paul. 
going in there like like he slows down their offense. Um, I'll, I'll just say this. The Nuggets last night after they won to go up 3-2 became the favorites to win the NBA title. Earlier in the night, after the Sixers beat the Celtics, they were the favorites. But now Denver, I think they're three to one to win the title. Um, we, Denver Nuggets favored to win the NBA. Well, it was Bucks and Celtics all season. Okay, but whereas Giannis was terrified to get to the free throw line, and Embiid sometimes looks out of shape and is injured, Jokic is the best big man in the league. The argument for second best is Anthony Davis. So what teams are flourishing in the playoffs? As much as we want to say it's a point guard, flashy, fun league, it's a wing big league. And and so Anthony Davis and Jokic in the West are flourishing. It is a little strange to see the set, like centers are back. Like well, running backs haven't they, been back in the NFL. Well, centers, are they back? You had AD number one on your list yesterday. You had Jokic maybe uh, third. Uh, listen, I don't know if centers are back, but they have a genetic advantage. You know, when you're seven feet tall, and Jokic can do so many things. He's so efficient. I get the exact same game out of Jokic every game, I feel like. Even when he doesn't score, I feel like I get the exact same attributes every game. Yeah. Uh, next up, Jimmy Butler. Unbelievable postseason. Heat are up 3-1 over the Knicks. They can close it out in the Garden. They're looking to become the second eighth seed to reach the conference finals. Here's Jimmy Butler talking about closing out the Knicks. We always got a, a shot to win whenever we're guarding. And we're just playing hard and playing together. You know, this game is a game of runs um, for, for both sides. But um, all in all, if, if we talk through everything, you know, and we're having fun more than anything, I think it's going to end well for us. So, but we just got to continue to play hard. We damn sure got to play hard coming soon um, when we go up to New York. But we got a job to do, and I think we're very capable. It's an I, ugly series, but yeah. it, it feels... I see Knicks three and a half. I don't know. How come every time I suggest to these teams that need offense, they always roll their eyes at Jordan Poole, who averages 26 a game when Steph Curry's out? Well, you know why? The Knicks need another score. Well, I, the Knicks are getting beat by undrafted dudes who are delivering for Miami. Well, why am I going to give a, uh, Jordan Poole $30 million when I can cobble together Max Struess, Caleb Martin, well, yeah, that's Gabe because Vincent. they have Eric Spolster as a coach, and you got Tibbs. He doesn't squeeze every last. Yeah, I'm over of- Tibbs. I, I, I know defensive genius, but he grinds his guys into dust during the regular season. Like Randall's got nothing left in the tank. Brunson's looking a little less superstar-ish than he looked against Cleveland. Um, I still think Carl Anthony Towns is the guy I would go after, and I would start, I would dangle R.J. Barrett as a, as a carrot. That's not terrible. You know, he's obviously not straight up because but Towns makes a lot more money. Well, Jalen Brunson is so like he's such a redeemable leader and quality guy that you can have a little crazy with Carl Anthony Towns, who can get a little squirrely at times, be a really emotional player. But this team's going to be run through Jalen Brunson for the next eight, ten years. Yeah. I mean, he that kid. Yeah, I, I don't see him and Poole really working together. That, that, that you can make that argument. I think I would I would look at Wiggins. I mean, I all I know is New York. You don't really get a strong opinion on NBA playoffs because you don't do anything. You thought Carmelo was great, so it's like just take advice from other people. You're not close to a title. By no. the way, Milwaukee with Giannis is going to reboot. Well, Boston, if they don't win, is going to add pieces. Hold up, hold up. Milwaukee just fired their coach. They're, Boston now on the brink. We don't know what's going to... I mean, I think all NBA is coming out today. And we'll know probably Jalen Brown's future. Horford, as you said, is old. Um, who's the other... Uh, Brogdon is looking, looking a little old. He got cooked up last night. There's a lot of questions at the top of the East. I, I don't think the Knicks are that far off. Do you? Really? 
Oh, well, I again, they don't they have. Just, they need a shooter. They don't have a shooter. If Jalen Brunson's on the bench, you give the offense to R.J. Barrett. You're well, not. A, you're, you're a borderline non-playoff team. Steph Curry goes to the bench, and the Golden State Warriors are a 20-win team. You know. Fair, but I've also got a bunch of rings, so I'll live with that. Yeah. Oh, and to go back to the undrafted stuff with the Miami Heat, look at the Lakers. Look at who's delivering for them. Lonnie Walker, who they got for like nothing from the Spurs, uh, and uh, Austin Reeves, undrafted guy. Like. Front offices are delivering. Polinka doing a damn good job. Uh, final story, Colin. Warriors, as we said on the breakdown, 3-1 to the Lakers. The trio of Curry, Clay, and Draymond have been teammates since 2012. Four titles. Kerr was asked about the possibility of tonight being his last game coaching all three together. I guess he watched the herd yesterday. But he doesn't think that'll be the case. No. No, never crossed my mind, you know. I mean, I played on those Bulls teams, you know, the last dance. And I can tell you from experience, even though everybody now says, well, why didn't they keep that team together? That team was done. That that team was was finished emotionally, mentally. There was nothing left in the tank. And uh, I don't feel that way about this team at all. I think think these guys, Steph, Clay, Draymond, they've got lots to give for years to come. So I, I, I never even have stopped it. To, to give that a second thought. I agree on Steph and Draymond. Draymond is still a top two defender in the league, top three. Steph is still a great player. You and I talked about this yesterday. I would have a hard time re-signing Klay Thompson. I'm going to go after Jalen Brown hard. I'm going to go after Jalen Brown hard in the offseason. Boston's, Boston's not doing Jalen Brown for Klay. I mean, no, 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 no. Klay and... Wiggins. Klay... I'm just saying. Yeah, I I, I think you got to get Steph I, I Curry. Don't like, yeah, I don't like Kerr's analogy to those Bulls. This Warriors team was struggling to get into the playoffs. Okay, they ended up with a six seed. They couldn't win games on the road. Yeah, but They're, Jordan then and Steph now were, were still great. Yes, and Jordan also had uh, in that second era. Who did Dave Kukoc? Was Kukoc on those teams? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Scottie Pippen. Um, Dennis Rodman was well, Dray- on those teams, Draymond right? Green is still a top three defender. Looney's the league's best rebounder. Well, wait, a Wiggins- minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. Looney had a great series against the Kings. Has he done anything against Anthony Davis' well, series? Anthony Barely D- playing. Well, that's because Anthony Davis forces you to make a lot of adjustments. I don't you know, know I like Curry. I, 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 he, I would. So I know right now, if management came to you and said. Cowherd, I know you guys are on fire, but we got another guy to put in there in place of McIntyre. If I'm Clay and you're Curry, yeah, but you don't want to let go of me. You would tell them, "Come on, we can't do it." Let me tell you, Curry's you, gonna tell them, "No, we can't break." If this you up. shot like Clay Thompson, I'd say boot him, send him to Orlando, <laughs> local local radio show the in Jaylen Orlando. Suggs, the Jalen Suggs trade. Yeah. <laughs> All right, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd lie news. So uh, I uh, try to be. Uh, not only America's honesty broker, but optimistic and positive, almost downright cheery. But I saw some news that uh, came out yesterday, and this ain't great. The Packers are preaching patience for Jordan Love. According to Diana Rossini at the place I used to work, She said he's not going to be able to step out on the field immediately and light things up. It's going to take time because he hasn't had that much time on the field. It's year four. Like, that's if they're telling Diana Rossini's finding out about that, she breaks a lot of stories. That's all I need to know. The over under is seven and a half. You may want to take the under. 
This may be a, a 7-10 and 10 football team. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert started early behind terrible offensive lines and both highly productive. The Bengals were a dysfunctional organization. The Chargers, though more talented, have always been a bit dysfunctional. The Packers have no dysfunction. A good offensive line. Two high running backs, one a star, an emerging star at wide receiver. They always give their quarterback support and at least a decent defense. And a winning culture. I mean, Herbert had dysfunction. Burrow had dysfunction. And they were productive and winning early. Uh... You know what? If you give your kid singing lessons for four years and he and she or he still sounds like they're breaking glass, you don't have Whitney Houston. It's over. Uh, but by the way, Jordan Love has taken 157 snaps. How many did it take you to figure out that Jordan that 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 Justin Herbert could play? About a dozen. How many did it take you to figure out that Joe Burrow could play? About 15. I can remember Justin Herbert in that game against Kansas City. I think it was the first or second drive. He threw a laser down the field. You're like, yep, check that box. We're fine at quarterback. He's had 157 snaps as Jordan Love. He's completed 60% of his throws. That's behind a good old line and an excellent run game and an offensive coach that wins 70% of his games. Three touchdowns, three picks, and a 79 passer rating. The truth is he's probably somewhere about that. If you're, if you're preaching patience and we're in year four with those running backs, that offensive coach, that offensive line, Christian Watson, and a very good draft, I think they're telling you all you need to know. It just doesn't take that long. Herbert, Burrow, it, and stop going to Josh Allen. Josh Allen was leaping over people. Like he was running past them, over them, through them. We all knew, we all knew Josh Allen had a lot of talent, and he had to come out and play early. It's year four. I, you know what, J-Mac? You have been very much the doubter on Jordan Love. I saw that story. I, I tried to be optimistic. I said, can he be? I asked. If he's a mobile Derek Carr, you should feel very good about it in the NFC. If he is a more athletic Kirk Cousins, you got your quarterback. This sounds like, to me, um a less talented Dak Prescott without the intangibles of Dak Prescott. All right, let me, let me rewind a little bit. We love to ask this question. Why is this story coming out in May 10th about Jordan Love and the Packers preaching patience? It's May. Why are we doing that now? Why do you think that's leaking out? Um, they're trying to set a tone. Green in Bay- May? Why do you so, think it's feels off about this? Well, they did draft another quarterback. Are they trying to send him? I don't know. It, it's a great. I mean, they, they, they just didn't they give him a deal recently? He got a new, like a one year extension. Uh, it was, yeah, it, it's a very team friendly extension. I don't know why it's out, but it is out. It, it's just not good news. And, and right on the heels of all this Aaron Rodgers, let, let Jets this. hype and good let, news. Let me ask you this. Is it because the front office of Green Bay, listening to Milwaukee Radio, listening to their fans now, getting all fired up, and they're kind of trying to send a message, not necessarily nationally, but to some local fans, bring it down, people. This is a work in progress. <laughs> well, but Diana Rossini is a national reporter, not a local reporter. So if you wanted to send that message, you could just send it to a local reporter. They've had about 25 years at quarterback of 
pretty damn near greatness with Favre and Rodgers. You right? think 25? Is that about it? Is that about it? And, and by the way, I don't think they'll be terrible. So they're going to end up right in the middle of this next draft. If he's average, they, let's say you go 7 and 10. You're drafting 13th. Now, now you do have some defensive pieces. You have uh, Jair Alexander. You could move up in the draft. You could move some pieces. Well, remember, Bakhtiari about a month ago said this feels like a rebuild, didn't he? Didn't he say, quote, along the lines of the word rebuild? Their offensive lineman who's seen Jordan Love in practice for three or four years, three years now? Like, I mean, I there's said a this chance before. that seven is very optimistic. There's, this could be a five-win team. Oh, boy. I said this before. When a quarterback, years and years ago, I believed you had to give a quarterback at least two and a half to three years. But now with a seven-on-seven tournaments, the culture has changed for quarterback. They take 10,000 snaps by the time they're a sophomore in high school. So I believe for a quarterback, it's Thanksgiving of year two. At that point, you have a meeting with the owner, the GM, and the coach. You've made a decision. Guy can play, guy can't play. But with Jordan Love, he'd been sitting around for three years. I think you make the decision by Thanksgiving. Like, I want to see eight starts. I, if you can't show me something in eight starts, you knew with Herbert, you knew with Kyler Murray by the end of his first game. I, Cam Newton made a throw up the left sideline his first game. And I don't know if it was his first or second, but I, it was Cam Newton. I think it was in Arizona. Oh, I remember. Yeah, he went off. And I'm like, okay, he's going to play in the league. I remember Matt Ryan very early with the Falcons. This, might, this is real fuzzy. But they think they played in Atlanta. They played the Bears, and he made a throw up the left sideline. And I was like, all right. It was between the safety and the corner. I'm like, all right, you got it, your guy. If you don't know, I bet you they'll know by the end of September. You'll have a feeling like, listen, we gave you four starts. He's got 157 snaps. Is the GM on the clock in Green Bay? Drafted no. Jordan Love when we, when everybody's no. like, wait, well, what are you doing? You I think they traded up when Aaron Rodgers won a receiver. They trade up for a quarterback who Time led out. the country in interceptions at Aaron, Utah State, and you run off Aaron Rodgers. You didn't run him off. You didn't do what he wanted. You didn't a- kind of acquiesce to a top this seven quarterback not, in the history. This is not the NBA. You don't acquiesce to what your quarterback wants every second Even of the day. Even if you're the number one seed three years in a row and he wins two MVP awards? Aaron didn't hold up his end. Wouldn't be around in the offseason. Couldn't beat Jimmy G Ooh. or Jared Goff at home. You know who else didn't acquiesce to the quarterback late? Uh, this guy named Belichick who uh, you know, kept ba- badgering and beating up on Tom Brady in, in film room meetings. Mm-hmm. Giselle goes to the owner, hey, back off my husband. Next thing you know, Brady's gone, wins a Super Bowl. How's, how's that working out for Belichick? I mean, it? we're talking about him maybe shoved out at the end of the season if it doesn't work out. Huh? Con- huh? Listen, the Niners are well run. They apparently whiffed on a quarterback. I mean, you, you got to understand, a quarterback, if you can hit on 50% of them, that's a great rate. I mean, Belichick drafted eight. Okay, timeout. He hit on one. Belichick had a quarterback. Gutekunst had a quarterback. Niners didn't have a quarterback. They thought, oh, this will be our guy. We'll go up and get him. They had Jimmy Garoppolo. He wasn't like their – he's not in the realm of Brady and Rodgers. I just wondered, listen, Gutekunst has been there for a while. You run off Rodgers. Can, can I use the phrase run off or you think that's harsh? I, I think there was tension in the building. I don't think Aaron's always easy, but that if you want to use that, that's fine. And now you got a guy who, <laughs> who national media is saying, hey, let's pe- preach some patience with Jordan Love. I would say the Ravens and the Packers are two teams in this league that tend to draft and develop well, spend smartly, although we have our concerns about Baltimore this past offseason. But I'm not running a guy off because he misses on a quarterback. And we don't know if Jordan Love has missed. But at four years in, man, I always say this. I don't know anything about music. I could watch American Idol. I could watch Eight seconds and go hack, 
star, <laughs> or at least a competent lounge singer. It doesn't take that long to spot talent. We all watch streaming mo- shows and streaming movies. My wife and I will sit there. We are five minutes in, and we're like, the writing's terrible. It's not going to work. You can see good very fast. You can see special in a minute. He's not special. So does this He's ex- not special. There's no chance he's special. No chance. You, if you go read, like, Perlman's book, on Favre, like they they knew Aaron was gifted by year two. They're like, holy crap. But Favre was great. Favre was winning. They knew they were moving off Favre. By the be- beginning, middle of the second camp, like Aaron was giving him crap. Aaron was in his face. Aaron was, they were like, they had to clean Aaron's throwing motion up. But they knew by the second camp with Aaron in Green Bay, they just had to move off Favre. And then Favre opened the door because of his constant retirement talk and they moved off. But yeah. they knew Mahomes, Kansas City. Yeah. Peter Schrager was coming on this. I remember Peter Schrager pulled me aside in the first training camp of Mahomes, and he says, "You're not going. He's going to run the league." We're four years into Jordan Love. Be patient. Four years into singing lessons for your kids. If they're breaking glass, you wasted your money. Four years. Of well, Jordan I'm saying Love. four years of Jordan Love now. Yeah. Well, hold you know, on. I, I, He's not that talented. I used to love the Miami Dolphins as an example of you don't know how good you have it with a quarterback, Marino, until you're in that wasteland of 20 years of cycling through, I don't want to call them bums, but not franchise quarterbacks, and you can't get to the playoffs. You can't do anything. Hmm. Green Bay, you don't know how good you had it with Farvin Rodgers. New England, <laughs> I can laugh at that one as a Jets fan. You had Brady. It's over. It's all down the tubes from here. Good luck cycling through. And Belichick's going to be gone soon, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app 
Code Herd, once again, new customers. Bet five and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Code Herd, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. Best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot. From choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GainBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. 40%. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money. Reliable returns. Take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Change the game. Get started today. As little as $1,000 at GainBridge.io. Say the whole hello to endless hot water with Navian tankless water heaters. Federal tax credit if you use them. 15-year limited warranty. Go to tanklessmadesimple.com. Navian. So I've said this before. It sounds crazy. But win or lose, I think the Celtics have to make a move. And I'll throw this out to you. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum doesn't necessarily work because Brown's got more alpha but Tatum's the better player. But if you brought Jordan Poole and Wiggins in from the Warriors, Tatum would be clearly the best player. He would have a wing defensive specialist. Wiggins would take some of the defensive pressure off. Poole's not nearly the defender Jalen Brown is, but he's got a lot of alpha. He's clearly not as good as Tatum. You wouldn't have that issue about, is it a Tatum team or a Brown team? It would be a Tatum team. With more defensive help and some offense, Wiggins on the wing. Now, you'd be losing Jalen Brown to the Warriors. The Warriors get Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon off the bench. So you'd get great bench scoring, potentially, and you get a much better defensive player next to Steph. So you wouldn't have to rely on Gary Payton as much because Steph, there are some limitations what he can do defensively. And also, Jalen Brown, very smart, played at Cal, would totally, he's the kind of player the Warriors love. Highly functional, plays his butt off, absolutely commits on the defensive end, but he would know it's Steph's team. Jalen Brown is perfect for the Warriors and then get Brogdon off the bench, but you got to do something to Boston here. Yeah, Jordan Poole can't play defense, but you already got Marcus Smart plays it, Wiggins would play it, Tatum would play it, Robert Williams. You don't need more defense. That's not what you need. You need a couple more scores because Philadelphia's guys, they're alphas. Harden, Maxi, Embiid, Tobias, they got more guys that are willing to take big shots. So I, even if Boston won, I would, I would, I would try something new. I have, all the Celtics are are variations of good. They're not special. Even if they won the title this year, they're not a great team. I mean, they're getting booed out of the place last night. They're getting booed all over the place. A total dud. So tell me I'm wrong on that. Wiggins and Jordan Poole give you absolutely more offense. You'd still have four very good defensive players. 
Wiggins, Tatum, Robert, William, Marcus Smart. You wouldn't be as be, – by the way, Marcus Smart would take – you know, Jalen Brown's good defense. But but this team, that to me, needs another shooter, another scorer. Because last night, Philadelphia is – you can't stop everybody in the postseason. Mm. Booker's going to get his. I mean, Steph's going to get his. De'Aaron Fox is going to get his. You can't stop, guys. So defense is only about 30% of this stuff. It does matter – that's why Carmelo Anthony's, you know, not going to win a lot of playoff series. And, and, and why most of us think we, we're worried about Denver. Does Jokic play really good defense? But so, you, you got to take a swing. We got to go hour yeah. two around the corner. You got to take a swing in Boston. That's coming up. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 